Good afternoon and good evening, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston, and we actually have a real exciting interview coming up here. For those of you uh, who are involved with the Global Tile Posse, you all know Jason McDaniel. We're going to get him in here on the line in a few seconds, and uh, we're, we're going to have a, just a good old fun time here. Uh, in the meantime, I want to re, uh, remind everybody that I still have some of those stickers left. I know I gave some out at it Surfaces. Uh, haven't given away the prize yet, so if you want some stickers, please go ahead and send me an email, which is fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. Uh, if you have a question for me or for Jason during the interview here, uh, the telephone number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. And let me see if I can get the stone man in here. Jason, are you there? I am here, sir. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Actually, really interesting I, it, that, that, that I'm talking to you right now because um, I just got uh, – I just got shredded by a by one of my contractors. Um, you know, you and oh, I no. talked, you know, about about some things, and I had a somebody needed to go to a job and 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 clean out a garage, and I gave specific instructions for that to happen, and um, apparently it didn't happen. So Uh-oh. as I was getting ready to uh, <laughs> to talk to you, this whole thing went on, and uh, I'm still shaking a little bit. So it just shows you that that this. Uh, the, the world of construction and tile is really unpredictable. Oh yeah, it's, if, if if anybody thinks it is, then they've got another thing coming. That's that's for sure. Hey, before we before we get started, I got I got one little complaint. <laughs> it's, it's not a big one. Uh, you had mentioned Good. in one of your videos, uh, one of your videos about someone coming up to you and it was the shortest hello and goodbye. I think I was the shortest hello and goodbye on it surfaces. I don't even know if you remember me coming up. <laughs> To you when you were talking with Luke. <laughs> I don't. See, I what? That's why it was too short. <laughs> yeah, you guys, right. well, you, know what? you guys are running off. You guys are running off this up. Oh, that's okay. No problem. I'll catch you. Uh, if you're going to be at coverings, I'll definitely be there, roaming the roaming the uh, roaming the show for sure. So uh, anyway, yeah, we'll be well, there. Let's get, let, let's get right into it. And I, I tell you, I really love what you're doing for the industry, Jason. I mean, you, you're just. You know, one of the things I like about what you're doing is that you're not afraid to air your mistakes. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that in a minute, uh, which is which is great. It, it shows you're human. It shows that, you know, this industry is not perfect. Uh, it, it actually shows, in, in my opinion, without getting into much, there really are no superheroes. We think we are at times, but, but there isn't. But before we do that, before we get into that, because that's an interesting subject, let's talk about CTI and, mm-hmm. and why it's important for, you know, for those guys out there that are that are setting tile to, you know, do the CTI thing, it's all yours. Go for it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, I've I've obviously talked a lot about uh, the CTI. I'm an evaluator for the uh, CTEF, the Ceramic Tile Education Foundation. And, you know, I mean, for me, I, I mean, I think it goes beyond doing something, uh, you know, to learn more about industry standards and methods and things like that. You know, it, it's it, to me, it is a very personal thing. You know, I mean, I, I've said this on some videos before that, um, you know, like uh, there's nothing in our industry. I'm a competitive person, you know, and, and, and I played football growing up. I wasn't all that good at it, but I played sports and, you know, as, as I've gotten into my career, uh, anymore now, there's nothing in our industry that really, where where I can kind of gauge where I'm at, you know, where, where do I stand next to this, this this guy or this woman? And, um, 
so I think for me, when I discovered the CTI, uh, it, it was one of those things. Well, first of all, when I heard about it, I was scared. I was one of those guys that said, oh, you know, Dirk Sullivan and William White and John Esteve, the, you know, the Ardex crew, Dirk is obviously with Hawthorne Tile. Um, they said, man, you really, you need to do this test. And I thought, oh my gosh, a test. And I got a little scared. So I had an opportunity early on to do my CTI. Uh, it turns out that, man, it was a cast of characters at that CTI. It was uh, Robert Davis, John Baser, uh, Rob Melquist, all extremely, extremely, you know, amazing tile, tile artists, tile mechanics. And I was, I was nervous, so I didn't do it. I, I made a lot of excuses. I'm too busy. Um, I've just got too much stuff going on. And, you know, I, I won't be prepared for it. And the truth was, is that I was, I was scared. So I think that sure. there's a thing with the CTI right now, which Fred, you've heard this, that, you know, people say, yep. oh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I, I think it's stupid or whatever. And I, 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 I do not hide behind the fact that I think that whoever people that say that are, you know, they're, they're scared. They're, there's a little jealousy that goes into that. Um, and I, it's cool because I can sit here and say this, that I was scared. I was one of those guys that was, I made fun of the test because I was afraid to take it. And that's just, I mean, Fred, you know, this in life, that's kind of a, uh, it's, it's kind of a default sometimes. Like we, we can go to that, you know, um, we can make excuses for something that we don't know about or we're afraid of um, instead of just saying, you know what, I'm afraid to do that. So that's kind of what happened for me. And then I got, you know, Dirk Sullivan at, at, at uh, TSP in um, Palm Springs or Palm Desert introduced me to Scott Carruthers and said, Scott, this is the guy I've been telling you about. He needs to take the CTI. So um, at that point, when you're standing in front of the creator, you don't really have the, you, you can't back out of it. So they, I was fortunate. They, 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 uh, they allowed me to pick one person to take it with me. And uh, we did it at a, a, a show in Portland at, at a little, uh, not a conference, but a convention center in Portland. And, and so I was able to take it with, with, a, with a fellow tile setter from Portland. So I think that the CTI is important because it, 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 for me, it got me in touch with this industry, you know, and, and um, it's, it's kind of, there, there's a, there's a, you know, there's kind of a group, you know, if you're a CTI, you're, you're, you have like this kind of brotherhood of, of, of people that I can reach out to. And, and I know, that they have put, put themselves, you know, uh, through the blender, which is the CTI. Um, and one other thing, Fred, to, to, to touch on is that I, I want, this is very important. The, the CTI is a minimum standard. It does not make you elite. So if I go out there and say, hey, I'm a CTI, I'm not saying I'm better than you. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that what the number means is that I took the time to, you know, to, to, to take the test and learn those things so that I could pass. And it doesn't make me this total tile badass. It just, it just means that I'm somebody who cares about this industry and that wants to better myself and the people around me. That's, that's really all it means. Cause there's this kind of thing where people say, Oh, you think you're better. And you know, you're a CTI. So you think you're, that's not the case. We're not better. It, uh, we, we just, uh, you know, we just maybe we, we care enough to take the time to do it. And um, so the CTI is amazing. 
it, it, it's opened up a, a whole world. I get to travel around and, and, and be an evaluator for the program, which is incredible. Um, I, get, I was just working with Lee Grunmeyer on this project. He's a CTI. And one other thing really quickly that I want to say is that just because you are a CTI, you took the test and you passed it, that doesn't mean that, that each CTI is going to go to their job and continue doing those methods on their jobs. I've received messages from people saying, man, look at this work. This guy's a CTI, and, and he's, he's not doing things properly. What everybody needs to understand is that that's, that is an individual thing. If, if somebody took the test and they passed and they did what they had to do to pass, but they didn't get anything out of it and they're not taking those things to their job site, that's not a reflection of the CTI. That's not a reflection of the, the, uh, the CTEF. That's a reflection of the individual. And uh, I think sometimes that, you know, because you've taken, you know, you get lumped into that, that whole thing about being elite. People say, well, he's a CTI. He, He's elite. That's not the case. In order to take those methods to, you know, you you have to be somebody who cares enough to take those methods and take that 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 number to your job site and uh, and and continue bettering yourself and and use those methods on your job site. So uh, it's unfortunate, you know, Fred, that that people that there are people out there that have taken the test that don't believe in. Uh, you know, the methods and the standards. Um, but I want everybody to know that is not a reflection of the test or CTEF. That's a reflection of the individual. Fred? Okay, Jason, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Sorry about that. I know these oh, things happen uh, with yeah. and, and and I'm in a good spot, so I apologize. Oh, that's okay. I, I didn't know whether it was on my my end or your end. All I heard was one of those doo 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 noises, and you and you dropped off. So uh, we were talking about uh, CTI, and uh, yes. I think the last thing I think the last thing I, I heard you say is uh, something along the line of that you were afraid to you know to do this thing, and uh, so take it from there. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 you know, early on, I was afraid to do it. And, um, you know, that that was this is something I talk a lot about that, you know, that people I was an excuse maker at the time. I, I you know, I was I, I didn't want to do it. I was afraid. So the first time I had an opportunity to do it, uh, I backed out of it and said that I was too busy and, and that, uh, you know, that I I didn't have the time to do it. But the truth was, is that I was I, I was afraid to do it. And, um, you know, that's why it's easy for me to say that <laughs> it's easy for me to say, well, you know, People are just afraid. I mean, the reason why they bash on it is because they're is because they're afraid to do it. And and um, you know, I, I know that because that was me. So fortunately, I had the opportunity to do it again. I was at TSP with Dirk Sullivan, and he got me introduced to Scott Carruthers. And uh, you know, they they set it up for me to take it at a, a convention in Portland. So I I took it alongside another tile setter at the convention. Um, you know, obviously, I, I had an injury uh, to my left hand about a week before the test, where I took a piece oh, of glass oh. through my hand, and and oh, uh, <laughs> so I, I, yeah, yeah, I still took the test, and obviously had a had a successful uh, result. I always say that if you don't pass the test, um, it doesn't mean you failed; it means you didn't you didn't pass. Um, so you know, I think 
one other thing that I was that I that I was touching on, uh, and again, apologize for the the, the disconnect there, is that uh, I've had uh, some messages. People say, "Hey, Jason, I'm at a jo- I'm demoing a job that a CTI did. You know, I thought that this test means that you're an elite installer, and and I've I've said this before that that is not the case. It is a minimum standards test. So if you're someone if you go if you take the test and you and you pass and you don't take those methods to your job and apply them to your everyday uh, life of setting tile or, or being a contractor, that is not a reflection of the CTEF. That is a reflection of the individual. Absolutely. So it's important that people know that. It's important that people know that. You know, I always I always say it's like going to a doctor. You know, a doctor can go to medical school. He can. He can get good grades. He can come out as a doctor. It doesn't mean he's a good doctor if he doesn't practice what he's learned. So uh, amen to that. That's so, a great analogy. Yep. And so, so let me ask you this. Let, let's say I'm an installer out there. I've got a few years under my belt. What, what would I do to prepare for this test? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that it, it, I, you, I, I think it's important that you're setting tile three, four years before you take the test. Although right. it's a minimum standards test, it, I call it a blender. It is a blender. I mean, there's so many things going on with that test. With uh, you know, obviously there are people that that have a problem with the time factor, and I, the, kind of what I've said to people that say that is there has to be a time because I mean, yeah, if, you yep. know, you can give you can give a novice tile setter five days to do it, and they'll they'll be able to do it. So um, putting it in that eight hour, nine hour, nine hour time constraint is very important. Um, you know, so I say as far as preparing, you know, I, I say when you're taking that test, if you're going to have – if you have a wet saw, if you're not using a snap cutter, you know, preparation. You need to learn. Don't take one tile to the, to the wet saw. Take 10. You know, um, be prepared. It's time management is what it is, you know. Um, and so I think to prepare for that test, you know, really pay attention to, uh, to layouts. I've said this before probably to you. Read the instructions. Read yep. the box. <laughs> read the bag. Um, those are things that are are so important. And as far as the CTI goes, um, being able to read the instructions and and take what you're reading and, and and applying it to the test very very important thing. I I can't agree more, and I I preach that constantly. You know, the failures that I see out there. And, you know, I go on a job site and tiles falling off the wall. It's coming up off the floor. And I ask, well, what thin set did you use? And they say, well, we use this blah, 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 thin set. And you know, I said, did you read the label? Under limitations, it says not to use on resin back tile. <laughs> Duh. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. So, yeah, so I, I agree with you. It's, it, I, I think it's, it, you know, it, you know, and the thing is, don't be afraid. If you fail the test, guess what? You you haven't failed the test, as you as you said in a minute. You've learned something, and you know what to go yes. back and 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 correct. So uh, consider it yeah, a learning said, experience. Yeah. There's no such thing as failing that test. It, 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 you you didn't pass. That's it. Because right. I think the word fail, the word failure, that's such a brutal word and I've got a young installer Brandon who Brandon Cook who is an incredible installer he you know he's a three and a half four year guy um and and he didn't pass and he was he beat himself up about it and I said Brandon Brandon you're young in this game you're young you have learned so much since then it's been almost a year and he's going to take it again and I think he'll have a a favorable result because he's learned so much since the first time he took it so 
I think it's important to preach that. A positive thing, uh, make it a positive thing no matter what. Exactly. So let's switch gears a little bit here because we're running short on time because of that that technical foo there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's either my fault or your fault. It doesn't matter. Let's not let's not consider it a failure. (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah. But but anyway, uh, you know, I've been watching your videos. Really informative. And the one you've recently did is a fireplace you were doing, and uh, you you kind of made a little boo boo there, (laughs) a little mistake. Well, let's talk about that. And that that kind of leads us into this personal expectation topic as well. Yes, I love this. So um, I didn't make a mistake on the fireplace, but I made a mistake in the shower. Um, and it's, it's a mistake that most people won't notice. And it's, it's really interesting to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lee was there and Lee Grunmeyer, he's a CTI and he's a good friend and we work together here in Portland. Um, I showed him the mistake and he said, Jason, that's how I would have done it. And it's a layout thing, which Layout is so interesting because you could – I laugh because you could put 10 installers in a bathroom, and mm. the layout would be different each installer. Um, yep. So uh, here's the thing that, that happened with this mistake. For, in my opinion, it was a mistake, is that what I learned is that my it, – it crushed. It crushed me, and it still is. And what it did mm. was it, 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 now it's making me not like the project. That's how personal – this is to me is that um, I make this mistake, and and then what I I start doubting myself. Am I am I a good tile setter? Am, do I have the chops? Do I have the ability to do this? How could I have made that big of a mistake on a project this important? And here I have my crew, my brother and Jeremy and 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 Adam and Brent. They're all saying, Jason, Jason, dude, you have killed yourself in here. This job looks amazing. Um, and, and I, what I, I know that the expectations of, that I have of myself are so massive at this point, and it has really put me into kind of a funk these last, this last week. Is that, and I think that that is such an interesting topic, Fred, because there's so much that goes into uh, this game is such a mental game, not just a physical game, but a mental game. And what it can do to your psyche when you make mistakes like that is, is an incredible thing. So what was the mistake? So um, it's, uh, it's this, this job, uh, the lower course of the job, the shower is 6 by 12. We took, we took 12 by 12, cut it into 6 by 12, and then there's a chair rail. Um, so basically I didn't stagger my next tile um, above the chair rail. I lined it up with the, tile, the tiles below, um, uh-huh. which I, I, listen, I called the designer. I FaceTimed the designer, and I showed Luis. I said, Luis, I made this mistake. What should I – because I could have taken that section, that whole wall down and redone it. And he said, Jason, no, 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 no. It's great. Just make the other side look the same, and it's great. It looks great. Um, and so it, it, that's, to me, big mistake. You know, to, to the designer and to Lee, not that big of a deal. So uh, right. it's probably just me and my, and my – I'm such a psycho when it comes to uh, doing things perfect. Well, you know, I think that's a good thing in many ways. I mean, it can also be a bad thing, but, you know, I, I always have this thing that I, that I, that I teach and I, I practice all the time and that's customer expectation. And a lot of times we're going to see things as professionals that our client won't see. And that's not to say, don't, you know, to try to get away with it. I'm, I'm not trying to, trying to say that, but I, I think it's important that uh, we're constantly criticizing ourselves and, and looking at the things we do because, Hey, let's face it. No one's perfect. 
You know, you said right. in one of your videos, you're, we're, we may think we're Superman, but we're not. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're totally. Gonna... I, I've been working a lot of hours on this project, and really, my brother said the other day, he said, he said, Jason, you're you're not superhuman. This you will fall apart eventually if you keep pushing this hard. So uh, it's it's true that um, you know we aren't superhuman, and that and that being on the project for 15 hours a day until 10 or 11 at night, it's what that is what created that mistake is that I was pushing too hard. And uh, there's so many lines and so many transitions, so many different things going on in there that, uh, you know, that I, that I slipped up a little bit. But as you said, that, you know, the customers, they love it, and that's what's important. So I do need to move on from it for sure. Yep, absolutely. So let, let's move on with some more technical stuff. Uh, you did an, uh, uh, actually at least one video, maybe several videos, and I actually got uh, one of my buddies – uh, one of your friends out there that was asking about to expand a little bit on uh, the templating and scribe, the scribing that you guys do. Yeah, so templating, um, the, the quick story about templating was I was on a job uh, a few years ago, and I had a herringbone, small one-by-three mosaic herringbone Carrera backsplash to do in a little laundry room. And I saw it. It was cabinets and wall plates and windows and just everything, all kinds of stuff going on. And I looked at that material, and I said, man, I am sick of measuring trying to figure out where this goes. So I said, you know what? I'm a stone guy. I'm going to template. So I templated the area. I laid the mosaic down on the ground, overlaid it with the template, traced it, cut it. And I mean, the whole backsplash took me two, two and a half hours start to finish. Um, that's where templating uh, for tile came about. Uh, I posted it at that point. I'm sure people had been doing it um, before me, but I know that I was one of the first to actually post it and talk about it. Um, I did a, a YouTube video, um, Stone Man Presents, um, on my YouTube channel, which is a new new project that we're doing as far as the YouTube videos. And um, it's been really great. It's been received great. Templating has changed the, the game. But templating actually rolls into scribing because uh, I was taught scribing by somebody named Kevin Cease. And Kevin Cease is one of the best tile setters in the world, in my opinion. He doesn't set tile anymore, but he is incredible. He He taught me how to scribe. I took his methods of scribing and kind of did my own twist on them with the overlays and the tracing. Um, it's really great that you can template an area, cut it all in and overlay whatever you're scribing, trace it with a Sharpie and then remove your Sharpie line. And that, that, uh, and then obviously ease it over with a pad and that, that gets you your scribe. Um, and it's been such an amazing thing to see, how scribing and templating and how they've taken off in this industry. And again, it, 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 I, I was not the first to do these things. I mean, they have been being done for, for, for life forever. Um, I may have been one of the first to show them uh, in, in these forums. And, um, and then obviously uh, people are doing them all the time now. And it, it's, and it's absolutely amazing to see. I think, that, you know, Fred, you've seen it these days with tile, all the new shapes yep. and sizes and stuff going on. Oh, yeah. In order to do some of these, 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 these materials, you've got to learn the template game. Absolutely. You know, when uh, I'm teaching fabrication, one of the things we do in, in, in countertop fabrication is the template is the most important part. And I always say, if the, you know, if the template don't fit, the stone's not going to fit. So, I mean, that definitely That's applies right. with uh, some of these difficult installations because, uh, if the template's perfect and, you know, you put that template up there several times, 
and you go, okay, it's going to work. As long as you transfer that template to your, to your tile, you're good to go, buddy. I mean, uh, you know, there's, there's no doubt about it. It's, it's kind of a insurance policy, if you will, at least that's the way I think of it. So, um, yeah, information really quickly, just to expand, just really quick. I think that templating works great. If you're in a high rise, if you've got a job that's on the 25th floor, 24th floor, template that floor. And then go back yes. to your shop, lay out the floor, cut it, put it in some boxes, make sure you label your pieces so you know what goes where. And it, you can tell these customers, they say, where are you going to set up? We don't have any place to set up. You can look at it and say, we're not going to set up. We are going to template this. I'm going to bring this tile up to this room. We're going to mix up some mud, and we're going to set some tile. And uh, I think that, that, that that's another great application for templating. Absolutely. And, you know, especially when you're dealing with some of these veiny – Veiny uh, stone materials that were, you know, and I, I get these cases all the time where people complain about, well, I didn't want the vein going that way. I didn't want it going that way. By doing what you just said, you eliminate that problem. So that's uh, great, great advice. Definitely great advice. Now, one other Absolutely. thing I saw in your, one other thing I saw in your videos, and I run into this all the time. I get these questions, and I, I've run into it my, myself back in my days, and that is, when you're dealing with mosaics, and you go to cut that mosaic on the wet saw and the damn thing falls apart on you. You've got a really cool way of preventing that. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this, this material we're working with right now, I tell you, when I saw it, I was afraid of it. I mean, we, we had the exact amount of pieces and I, I looked at that and looked <laughs> at my brother and said, dude, I, I, I don't want to <laughs> do this, man. I mean, if we met, these things are probably a thousand dollars a piece. Um, so what we've done and we've done it before is, you take that mosaic and you use, um, you know, we use Ardex 8 plus 9. There's a lot of liquid, uh, liquid membranes out there that work great for adhesion. Um, we take the 8 plus 9. It's also, uh, it, it can be used as a setting material too, um, not in every application, but it is right. adhesive. And then you put it over SK-175 or Curdy or, uh, you know, any sheet membrane. You could be using Nova, right. whatever you want. Um, you know, have a flat surface. Take your grout float. You know, use a curdy trowel so you don't have a lot of ooze through. And then, man, that video I did today was rad. It showed, I mean, we were cutting, you know, 16th of an inch pieces of crema marfil, and it wasn't exploding. I saw it that. Was it was great. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. You guys, sure. you, need to, you need to put that into a YouTube video, expand on that a little bit, because that, that's, some, that's some invaluable information right there. I wish I would have known that back in the days when I was setting tile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know how it is with mosaics. It can get really nasty in there, so yeah. uh, it's awesome for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got another question here for you, and we'll wrap things up. And, and, and I just want to preference that this question did not come from me, okay? <laughs> it came from somebody oh, else. Uh, you may know who. And the question is, is simple. It's only it's only two words. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. Foam or mud? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I thought you said we were running out of time. You can't no, say no, we're, those we're, two we're, words. And, we got and, time. And, and we got not time. Expect me. Okay, so here's the thing. And this is, oh, my gosh, I love this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up a little bit of a can of worms here like I always do good, with my mouth. Good, and I'm going to say something that's going to that's gonna piss some people off, and I'm okay with that. Here's the thing. Jeremy and I were just talking about this foam and mud thing. It's, it's a huge topic. First of all, I love mud guys I, and mud girls. I love what they're doing. I think it's amazing. I totally understand that 
you know, that mud is old school. That's where tile came from. They were doing it in the Stone Age. I've heard it all, you know. I totally get that. In fact, I'm going to be at the mud event on February 28th, 29th in Fresno um, talking about mud and foam and hopefully doing a, a little shower pan competition with Jose Amezqua. And, and uh, he's another guy that, that, that likes to open his mouth like me. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing about, about mud. I think it's great. I think that mud is amazing. Um, you know, it's a very hard substrate when you go to setting, which I, I really love. Sometimes foam has a little pushback, which can be frustrating. I've learned that here on this project that this natural stone, you know, it, it's nice when you have a hard substrate. Um, but I can tell you this. I carried – my entire shower substrate up in two loads. I didn't have yep. to mix this mud and a tote. And so, um, and th- here's the thing about mud, mud installers that really frustrates me. And, and this is why I'm going to get myself into trouble. Um, first <laughs> Again? of all, like we show, we show all of our, Fred, we show all of our installations from start to finish. We, we see we, you know, you can see my prep. I zoom in on everything from start to finish. And here's, here's, I'm going to challenge mud guys out there, okay? There are only two or three mud guys out there where I actually have seen their finished work. So listen, mm-hmm. mud guy, this is what I'm going to say. Here's my challenge to you. We all know that you can do mud. Great job. The substrate looks amazing. I wish I could set over that. Show me your finished product. Show me start to finish. Jeremy the other day said, Jason, the only people, mud guys on the forums that we've seen their work is like Jose, Matt Taylor, and Joe Lima. No, so my question is this. You're a great mud guy. Are you a great tile setter? It doesn't yep. matter what your substrate is. As long as it's waterproof and bomber, you know, or, that's great. Are you a good tile mechanic on top of that? So um, I love – the mud versus foam debate. Um, I think that we all need to know that there's an app, there's every application is different. There's a method out there for all of them. And uh, I am in the school of work smarter, not harder. I don't want to breathe in the silica. And uh, I like being able to cut my shower walls uh, with a, with a razor knife. And I I agree with you 100%. I'll even add to that. And my addition is simply this. A lot of those guys, and again, maybe I'll get myself in trouble along with you, uh, is that they're old. You said the word. You said the word old school. And they're afraid, you know. And, and I think the key there is education. You know, there's, there's new materials coming out constantly. There's new tiles coming out constantly. New methods coming out constantly. And if, if you, you, you know, you, you want to stay inside that box, that, that's fine. But, you know, eventually you're going to have to put your foot outside that box and expand. So, uh, you know, I, I'm one, you know, I, I'm in my sixties, you know, and I'm, wow. I've been in this business 40 some years and I'm still learning every day. Uh, and you know, and you need to have that attitude, you know, get, get the education, learn what's out there, go to the trade shows. Uh, mud's great. I agree with you. I mean, my dad, you know, I, I, I remember as a kid helping my dad, uh, you know, do, do mud installation. It's the only thing we knew that was before thin set boy. Now I'm really aging myself. Uh, but, but, but you know, that's the way it was. I mean, um, so, you know, guys out there, if, you, if you're doing mud, great, you know, I'll patch on it back as Jason will also, but, you know, look at the, at least explore 
and look at the newer methods that are out there and some of the existing methods are out there for a reason and, and they work. So and Fred, can't can't we say really quickly that he, this is this is we could we could have another show and ha- the yes. entire show <laughs> could be about about the pushback and the negativity going on. Here's my this is what I want to I want to ask everybody why why the negativity why is it that if you're a, if you're a foam guy you know what what's why why are you saying mud is not great or if you're a mud guy why why so much pushback against these new methods and things why can't everybody see the positive in everything that we're out here trying to do you know i mean that's something that burns me up inside is that you know there shouldn't be any negativity there we should all be out we i've said this so many times fred we are all out there every day on our hands and knees setting tile and it always I always ask the question, you, as an installer, you know what your, your, your brother or sister installer is out there doing every day. How can you not just have that person's back 100% of the time? That stuff makes me crazy. So no matter what you're using for your setting materials, no matter what your methods are, what's important is that we are, we are tile, and we all need to band together with this movement happening in the industry right now and, and grow together as a family of, of, of tile artists. And so I think that that topic, it, it, that's what burns me up about it. Why the negativity, no matter what you're doing? Well, you know, and I, I, can, I can give you some input there because, I mean, I, I deal across the board in stone and tile all the time. And, you know, when I started in this, in this industry, my, I grew up in the industry. My dad was a tile setter. And, and when I got into it as a contractor, Everything in the stone and tile industry was top secret. I mean, it was like it was like trying to pull the formula of Coca-Cola from Coke. You know, well, well let me know what the <laughs> formula is. Everybody had a secret. That's changing. I mean, I really see that changing, particularly within the last 10 years. I mean, you've got organizations like, you know, the TCNA, the Natural Stone Institute, the, you know, the CTI, people like you, people like me, uh, Luke Miller and, and others that are that are out there, you know, they're sharing their secrets. I mean, it, we're, we're slowly getting away from that, that, uh, Oh, I can't tell you, I'll have to kill you, you know, a, a, attitude. <laughs> and I'm really glad to see that, but there's always, there's always, there's always going to be those guys out there that are going to, you know, Oh, that, that, that's crap. You know, I've been doing it this way for 30 years. And, and, and now, now you got me going. <laughs> you know, one of yeah. The things well, I get, I've said it before. Uh, <laughs> there's one in every room, Fred. There's one yep. in every room, no matter what room you're in. There's one in every room. Yep. And I don't know whether they just like to toot their own horn, but you know, hey, you know, it's 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 a free country. You 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 know, you have a right to your opinion, and you know, we'd be more than glad glad to listen to that opinion. So with that said, let me give the phone number out one more time if anybody wants to chime in here. It's three two three eight seven zero three nine six eight. That's three two three eight seven zero three nine six eight. And uh, man, Jason, I, I I tell you, are you you planning on going to coverings by any chance? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've, okay. I'm not allowed really to talk about what I've been what I've been working on for the last couple of years. Um, but okay. at coverings, we're, we're it's gonna what I'm gonna be doing is starting at coverings. Um, and we've got some really amazing things happening in the industry with uh, hashtag We Are Tile, and that that is a very important thing because. What we're trying to, you know, there's so much amazing, so many amazing things happening right now in the industry, and um, we really are becoming this incredible family. So at Coverings, I get to talk about uh, and start this journey that I've been working on. Um, 
I've got a really cool adventure that I'm going to be starting, and uh, I, I'm going to get to travel around the country and set tile with installers all over the country. Um, oh, wow. It's going to be an incredible experience. Uh, really excited for that. So coverings is going to be all about that trip for sure. Fantastic. Can't wait to uh... – Hopefully we'll get a few more a few more seconds during this show than I did at the last show, but I know we were all we we're all busy at Surface. So yeah, any last minute comments before we wrap things up here? Um, you know, I really just again expanding on what we've been talking about, which is just so important. Um, you know, it you know we were going to talk last week about about going to the shows. This all stems down to this this family here that I keep saying the word family, and 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 it's so important. Um, you know, if, if you're somebody that, that hasn't embraced this industry, hasn't gone to the shows, ha- hasn't looked into the CTI, um, if, if you're not in a tile forum like uh, Global Tile Posse or Tile Mafia or Tile Geeks, um, it's really important to – I've, I've often said my experience with tile early on was I, I felt like I was on an island um, all by myself. And, and it's funny now because I'm still on an island, but I've got a lot of people with me. And I think that that's yep. important <laughs> to know that – if you're somebody that feels beat down and alone in this industry because you're out there every day and, and you're grinding and it's, it's, it's painful and it's, it's lonely, understand that there is a family out there that, that is, we are here for you. My phone rings all the time from people all over the country, and I know that, that, that Carl the Flash Leonard and um, you know, Robert Davis and these amazing uh, – Brian Stevens, there's so many incredible tile setters out there that will answer their phone. And, and, and answer your questions if you, you, know, if, if you have something you're working on that, that, that you're confused about. You don't really know what's going on. Pick up the phone. Call me. I mean, call me, 503-201-8377. You can call me any time, and I will take the time to step away and have a conversation with you about whatever you're working on. And I will say this. I don't have all the answers. I'm learning every single day, just like everyone else out there. But if I don't have an answer – I will help you find one. That's great. And that's uh, some great advice as well. So uh, hopefully everybody's written that number down. Uh, also, I want to thank you, not not only for doing this show, and this is the second time you've been on the show, and I'm sure it's not the last, but but also for everything you're doing for for the industry. Uh, it's great. And uh, I hope to catch up with you uh, at coverings for at least a few minutes, maybe buy you a beer or whatever. So, uh, Jason, again, thank you, buddy. And uh, we'll be talking soon. Thank you, boss. Thank you for all that you do. I couldn't do what I do without you, so thank you very much. Thank you, Jason. Talk to you later, buddy. Bye. All right. Posse up. Okay, folks, there you have it. Uh, you know, if, if you're not following Jason on his Facebook page, there is a lot of great information he gives out as well as some others. So, you know, please check that out. Go to Facebook, type in Global Tile Posse, and uh, or you can look at his uh, personal uh, Facebook page too, which is Jason McDaniel. Uh, some some great, great, great information. So uh, we'll definitely have Jason back on the show again, uh, as well as uh, some of the others from the Global Tile Posse. So if you guys are listening out there, either live here or uh, on the podcast, uh, you know, please go ahead and uh, send me an email. I'm going to give out my email again. It's f houston f h u e s t o n at gmail dot com. Uh, my personal cell phone number is three two one five one four 
888-646-6845 if you have any questions or, you know, someone would like to be interviewed on the show. You know, I, I do this show for a reason. Um, you know, I'm sure I've said this before. Uh, this is not a moneymaker for me. I, I make absolutely uh, – it's pretty much a wash with, with the sponsors that I have, which we're going to talk about the sponsors here in a minute. Um, but uh, it, it's, you know, I'm an educator. That, that's that's what I, I enjoy doing uh, uh, with my seminars, et cetera. So that's what this show is out there to do, to educate you. So hopefully we've been doing that over the past year and a half. As I said, we're in excess of 8,000 uh, unique listeners now, which is which is really good and it continues to grow. So, uh, folks, uh, again, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. Later, my friends, now stay tuned. we got some really important uh, information coming up here from our sponsors. The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with the proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bond Stone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net.